This is the Friday, November 19th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action, including a fight night in Vegas on Saturday night. We'll get into all of that in and out in less than 10 minutes. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined like I am every Friday with Joe Fortenball. Big day, dog. I've been catching up on all of the Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson news, but it's ah. nice to take a break from that to chat about some sports betting with you. And by the way, nicely done with the best bets for the weekend on that Louisville call last night. That was fantastic. I told you on that. Yeah, we need we needed that. We needed to get back. I had to double up with the first half, too. Uh, I had a little hedge at second half trying to go for the middle. Didn't get there. Uh, Duke defense, really Really not strong, but no. it happens. <laughs> but uh, we got there with the team total on the Falcons. We usually, when they score zero, you're going to hit the team total under. Um, that's that's helpful. So yeah. we're off to a good Woo. start. Unfortunately, I don't love m- anything this weekend as much as I liked Louisville last night, but I do like some things in the college card. Let's start boxing, though. We get Terrence Bud for, uh, Crawford on um, Saturday night, the Mandalay Bay. Big favorite, minus $7 range. How are you playing this one? Okay, so I think there's a couple ways to attack this. I like Crawford to win the fight. I don't want to risk $7. So I'm going to do two things here. I am going to bet him to win by stoppage at plus 150, meaning KO, TKO, or DQ. Porter's never been stopped before, but Crawford's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's compared to guys like Errol Spence and all these dudes that he claims are ducking him. Well, Spence fought Porter, and Spence went to the cards. I think if you can't get the fight with Spence because he's, quote, ducking you, you should go ahead and knock Porter out to show everyone that you truly are the baddest man on the planet. So I think there's going to be some motivation there. Porter's a very aggressive fighter. He likes to come forward. He's got a strong chin. He's willing to take some shots in order to give some shots. And I think ultimately, if he's down on the cards, he might press the action late and get caught with a big shot. So I'm going to take Crawford by stoppage at plus 150, and then I'm going to play him to win in the 10th round and the 11th round, each of which is 18 to 1. Gotcha. So doing sort of that your own prop thing that we've discussed in the past yes. on the UFC. All right, I'm inside the distance with uh, Crawford as well, plus 150. I think it's the right play, uh, just given the the heavy punches that are going to be flying. I it, Look, it obviously could go the distance. I just like the plus 150 payout. And I definitely think there's a path on that front like you you uh, outlined. Let's go to college football because it is obviously a big weekend. I only have a couple plays that stand out. I like the whole card, and I wanted to pull the trigger on a million plays, but I did not. I did not. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start at, excellent job. I'm going to start at Boston College. I just do not understand this line. BC is only one and a half, two right now. First of all, I think they're better than Florida State. Seminoles have been a disaster for most of the season, but – they did have a dramatic comeback victory against in-state rival Miami last week. They have in-state rival Florida next week. And now they have to fly up to Chestnut Hill and play a game in the 30s and 40s. I'm just not buying it for the Seminoles. They've never, they haven't demonstrated at all an, an ability to kind of rise to the occasion except for a few moments here and there. 
I just think the Eagles are much more reliable. I'll take them. All right. I like where you're at there. I'll fire, I'll fire a couple of your ways. We ping pong back and forth. We gave some out on the show this week, so I'll recap those a little bit later. I agree with Stanford Steve. I want to lay the three with UCLA over USC. He made a really good case, and then I started looking into that game, and I think it's a great bet. A lot of injuries for USC, a lot of uh, turmoil amongst the coaching staff, big revenge spot for Chip Kelly and the Bruins, who have shown some flashes this year and then also shown some awful play. I think they can close it out on a strong note. I'll lay the three there. I like Iowa State plus four against Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is going to be real flat in this game. It's playoff or bust in like four or five college towns around the country. Norman's one of them. And that bubble went bust last week in Waco against Baylor. And with Bedlam on the horizon, a game Lincoln Lincoln Riley has never lost since he took over in Oklahoma. And with Oklahoma State being really good this year, bit of a look-ahead spot coming off a big loss. And now here's the Iowa State game that was supposed to be huge, but it hasn't been because both teams were a major letdown this year. Matt Campbell has Lincoln Riley's number. Campbell is 2-3 and three, lifetime against Lincoln Riley, which is saying something because he's almost always a huge underdog, but he's 4-1 and one against the spread. So the first two out of the gate for me, UCLA minus 3 over USC, Iowa State plus 4 over Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm on UCLA as well. With Slovis out, that's the difference maker for me. I knew London was out, but Slovis now is out. I mean, that's just a big thing. I don't trust USC as, at all. They're the team that made Arizona look decent. And I just, there's just not much to like. Uh, look, it's a rivalry game. I understand they could win and all that. It's at the Coliseum, but UCLA is the right play um, given the circumstances. And if they don't cover, they don't cover, but that's the side I have to take. I also like the old bailout game Saturday night. I like Hawaii plus two, two yeah. and a half at home here. I don't, I don't think Colorado State's going to show up basically. So first of all, I like Hawaii at home as a dog. We talked about it earlier this year when they were plus seven and a half against San Diego State, lost by seven, got the cover. They're th- basically three and zero oh if you count that game. As a home dog this year, last year two and zero. I just strange things happen on the islands, so I like them getting points against Colorado State, which um, they've lost four straight. They no longer can become bowl eligible, so I feel like this is a mini vacation for the Rams. And I Hawaii's going to win this game in, in my eyes, so I like that as well. And the other game is the under in the Bama game. This almost made my card for triple option. Arkansas barely throws the ball, and I think their defense is good enough to kind of limit Bama running, and 59 points is just an enormous number. So I'm going to play that one under. I like the Ohio State game over a little bit, but I think the entire world does. So I feel like it's a little bit of a sucker bet, but I have to take the Alabama uh, under. It's just a uh, it's just a huge number. And I do like that. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I do no, like that's that all, that's Ohio State. Michigan State over at 68 and a half, open 72 and a half. I just don't see how Michigan State's going to get the stops. I know what the logic is here. Michigan State's going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to shorten the game. They're going to lean on Kenneth Walker. It's a great game plan. But if you fall behind Ohio State and you have the 130th ranked pass defense dead last against the highest scoring team in the nation and sixth ranked passing attack, I think eventually you're going to fall behind by a couple scores. You're going to have to abandon that running game. So I do like the over there. Like Wyoming, plus six at Utah State. Utah State loves to throw. They're 15th in passing. Wyoming's a top five pass defense. They're giving up only 22 points per game. Tough to cover six, given everything I just laid out. So I'll be on Wyoming as well. And then Vandy Ole Miss, the under 64 and a half. Look at the scheduling spot for the Rebels. Off a huge win against Texas A&M. They got the Egg Bowl against Mississippi State next week. This is little old Vandy wedged in between. 
No style points here. No one's going to give you any credit for beating Vandy. So get in, handle your business, stay healthy, get out. Ole Miss is so close to being healthy at wide receiver, which is something they battled for so long. This is just a survival game. Vandy ranks 128th in scoring. They're putting up just 15 points per game this season. You can win this game and then call off the dogs late. No need for the style points. Under 64 and a half, Vandy, Ole Miss. Okay, good stuff across the board there. Large NBA card. I just don't have anything right now. I actually lean to the Thunder first quarter, which is a bizarre game, but the Bucks. You know, that's a, it's, I, the Thunder have been a decent team starting out, so they're catching a lot of points. But again, it's the Thunder against the Bucs, who are finally full strength. So why would I want to do that? Uh, I kind of like the Pistons to start strong, <laughs> especially if the Warriors are without Steph and stuff. But again, why would I want to do that? So there's just really nothing that intrigues me that much for me to get involved. I'm going to take a look at some totals. Um, some unders certainly pique my interest, like Warriors-Pistons, if Steph is out. But mm, nothing I'm ready to pull the trigger on this morning. That's the one negative of doing things so early. That's all right. Hey, look, it's the NBA. You've got a Twitter account at Doug ESPN. Fire out any NBA plays you like there. And uh, we got a good college football card that we just unloaded. So it's going to be a good weekend, dude. We got a great NFL card. And then we move into the holiday week where we've got games to gamble on all week. I've already been buttering up Dallin Cuff. I want a direct line to every pick he that crosses his cerebral cortex so I can tail him because I'm going to bet a ton of college hoops next week. I like it. I like it. Uh, so next show for Daily Wager is Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern on ESPN News. And then we're off the entire week. So that's certainly exciting uh, for us. Take a little break, but we'll be doing the podcast and all the other content. So appreciate everyone um, uh, downloading, rating, reviewing, all that good stuff. Best of luck this weekend, and we'll, uh, we'll see you back here next week. 